0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Rising Grind podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alex.
1: And I'm your other host, Sarah.
0: And on today's show, we're going to be talking about parenting, a topic that both of us are very qualified Mm -hmm. um, to talk about, as neither of us have children. Uh, But before we get to that, um, a little bit of a plug for the Integrity Over Everything program that I've been talking about recently. Integrity Over Everything is an online program that I started with a fellow coach, Connor Oates. The program is based around weightlifting and gymnastics and moving really, really well, and building a load of strength and, um, you know, ultimately making fantastic adaptations to your body. Um, we are giving you five pounds off your first month if you want to have a little go. So it'll be a 10 pounds for your first month rather than 15. Um, if you're interested in what the sort of content looks like, then go and check out their Instagram page, at Integrity Over Everything, where you can get a little bit of a sample of uh, the kind of things that we are delivering. Sarah.
1: Hello. Uh, I'm going to do... Who did
0: our logo, by the way? Uh,
1: I don't know. Is this, this, you know, this woman who I kind of know. Kind I of. Kind of know, yeah. We, you know, we've hung out a few times. Um... My lovely wife, Eleanor, uh, designed our logo. You can check her out probably on Instagram is the best place to reach her, and that's Eleanor Art. Uh, She's tagged... I
0: think you need to spell Eleanor.
1: E-L-A-N-O-R. There's no extra E because...
0: Or U. What? what, uh, Oh, it's the American spelling.
1: uh, Oh, funny. Funny. (laughs) Eleanor... Um, Uh, it's spelt like Lord of the Rings, like the flower in Lord of the Rings. Which is what? Quite. Yeah, she's named after, her and her sister are both named after Lord of the Rings thing.
0: So that is super niche. Her
1: sister's called Galadriel. Shout out to Gala.
0: Oh, I thought she was just called Gala. No,
1: it's Galadriel.
0: What, and Eleanor's El, Yeah, Eleanor
1: came first and clearly uh, got, so in Lord of the Rings, uh, Galadriel. there's flowers, um, that are called the Eleanor flower. Um, oh, gosh. You Samwise uh, Gamgee also names his daughter, Elmore, after the flower. Um, so yeah, check her out um, for all your graphic design needs. Um, yeah, it's a really cool logo. I'm currently wearing it on my shirt, so Mom. check it out. Speaking of my wife <laughs> and the family I hope to one day have.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about parenting today, um, mainly because... Um, it's quite an interesting topic and it can span so many subtopics mm-hmm. um also i think we have probably quite unique uh perspectives on it because mm-hmm. uh as individuals we have very differing um sort of goals and mm-hmm. desires from uh parenthood or potential parenthood mm-hmm. um sarah yeah. i think i think you should start
1: so um Without sort of constantly making this about being a gay woman, um, <laughs> natu- obviously, uh, not to give a birds and the bees talk, conceiving a child with my wife and I is going to be very different than your sort of, uh, I don't want to say standard.
0: Well, uh, wait, hold on, it's got... Uh, it's, uh, what's it called, the, the new... The nuclear family. Nuclear family, there you go.
1: Yes, uh, which actually, realistically, in this day and age, is not that nuclear anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, both my wife and I, are very, very family-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've I grew up an own child. Uh, she grew up with a sister. We have all, and even back when we were friends, before we uh, were together, talked about wanting children. mm mm-hmm. um, now, naturally, uh, as try as hard as I may, um, we, the two of us cannot get pregnant. Just the two of us. Uh, it, just, you can't without a spa. Let's be real here. Um, so the routes to parenthood when you are um, in a same-sex couple are very different. Mm. Uh, there's a bunch of different routes you can go down. Um, obviously, being two women... Uh, One of us can carry a child, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, I think, the route that we'd prefer to go down. Um, uh, But there are other options, obviously, adoption, surrogacy, um, fostering. There's a whole host of...
0: What's, What's surrogacy, sorry?
1: So if we... If neither of us were capable of being able to oh carry sorry a child yeah, using yeah, it makes a sense yeah cool. um that's usually reserved more for two men or um a, the broad spectrum of genders, yeah um just speaking from my personal experience uh I knew from a very young age that it would be very difficult for me to naturally carry a child, I have a inhospitable womb um. Which sounds a lot more punk than it actually <laughs> is. Um,
0: <laughs> you should definitely know a about that.
1: I know. And the idea of pregnancy has always terrified me. Right. Uh, even before I was aware of that part of it. Um, just the, pushing a human being out of you is terrifying. And I've gone through enough with my body. <laughs> I don't want to, like... Like, I've put my body under a lot of stress. Uh, and I already have a lot of loose skin. This would be a whole new level of loose skin. Um yeah. But, thankfully, my lovely wife is very, very keen on being pregnant. She's, like, super excited to be pregnant. <laughs> um, but one of the things that we do have to consider is the cost of having a child. Um, which is something that you do have to think about as a same-sex couple, because you can't just kind of, you know... There are many difficulties with getting pregnant for a uh, heterosexual couple, Uh it's not just gonna happen automatically, um, or it can happen automatically sometimes, uh, when they don't want it to, but it has to be very calculated. So factoring in the cost of it, if we were to go down the IVF route, uh, which is, isn't is cheap, um, and doesn't always work, and having the potential heartbreak there which and then don't even get me started on the whole host of issues that can happen during pregnancy this is not a pregnancy episode um i'm very much not qualified to talk about pregnancy uh we're very keen on it and it is a goal but it's something that we have to prioritize financially it's something that we have to prioritize time wise um if we were to go down the adoption route we have to really look at how we stack up as people, which is a very odd thing. Um, Because you hear a lot of people be like, am I qualified to be a parent? No one's qualified to be a parent. Adoption agencies will tell you if you're qualified to be a parent or not. (laughs) Um, And they're very, very strict. So it's it's something that as a same-sex couple, you really have to want and prioritise and work towards, Mm. which is a very odd thing. Um, But we had this discussion very, very early on, that it was something that we did both want to prioritise. Yeah. Um, I have always wanted at least one child. I don't think I could have more than more than two, uh, personally. Uh, I'd be very happy with one, but would also be happy with any child that I had. Uh, if we had twins, oh God. Uh, <laughs> but it is, I'm a very practical person in terms of financial thought as well. So I'm already thinking about the cost of not only raising a child but setting that child up for uh, success in terms of being able to offer them some level of financial security and, you know, I don't want my offspring... I don't know why I just said offspring. <laughs> I don't want my future children to have to worry... Um, I, I would like to put them in the position financially where they could be able to put a deposit down in the house or they'd have the best start to life possible, which is what I think anyone that wants to be a parent wants for their kid. Um, I've already just started planning. It is a tab on the spreadsheet. Uh, but that's just who I am as a person. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's a very... I don't want to say calculated, but it is a little bit calculated, um, in how I think about parenting and how I think about the prospect of being a parent, because it has to be so planned. Um, I, we, people talk about the miracle of birth and the miracle of life. And I'm like the miracle of science (laughs) and, uh, and the, the, the planning that will need to go into it. So I think about that a lot. Um, But I am very keen on having children. Whereas, Alex, you have a very different opinion on children.
0: Yeah, I don't want kids.
1: (laughs) And that's a great episode, guys. You can find me at Sarah at No. So, what sort of... Did you come to a realisation that you didn't Mm. want kids or do you always sort of know?
0: No, so for a long time I... I really like the idea of having children mm-hmm. and uh, fully intended to eventually mm-hmm. have children uh, when I found that I was at a point in my life where that was something that uh, I would be thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, as I've grown older, I've realised that I don't ever want children. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel today, you know, in five years' time, things might have changed for me again obviously at some point i thought i did want children so i very much look at this as like a uh, as a feeling that's fluid Mm -hmm. and whilst this is how i feel today isn't necessarily me selling myself to this for the rest of my life but right now i can't ever see myself having children i i couldn't think of anything worse personally it's it I, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are a lot of innumerable joys to bringing a child into, into the world and um, being a part of that person's development and, um, and growth as an individual and seeing them go through uh, their life and, and learning um, and becoming a, you know, a defined person. Mm-hmm. But there's just so many other aspects of it that don't appeal to me. Um, first and foremost I think I there's so many things that I want to do um in my life Mm -hmm. and the idea of having children present makes those things less appealing to me Mm -hmm. um I often find myself getting very frustrated around when I'm around children um and uh I don't just don't tend to enjoy uh, the company of children, and uh, you, you know, if, um, I think that's just me as an individual trying to be self-aware and thinking about. You know, if I'm going to bring a life for, into this world, then that life deserves, uh, you know, like you were alluding to, as much attention as you can uh, give it in terms of helping that that person become uh, a, a well-rounded individual mm-hmm. and i don't want to give my time to that yeah so if i i think it would be wholly irresponsible of me to then pursue her yeah. parenthood because i will still feel like that yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in yeah. essence i'd be doing that child a disservice yeah. and uh, you know, I think a lot of people, um, if they had that level of self awareness, would also not be kid, not be parents. Sorry, because I know far too many people who are parents that should not have yeah. any business being parents, yeah. and uh, people say, "Oh, you can't say that." Well, I I just did say it. Yeah. So what are you gonna do about it? I, I I genuinely think that some people should never have entertained becoming parents.
1: Yeah, and I I think it's actually a very honourable thing. Um, for you to realise about yourself, because we the, there's this natural sort of, I guess it is like a biological thing where people are like, what do you mean you don't want to have children?
0: Mm. Um, yeah, instantly it's 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 alien to people.
1: But if you don't think that you would a hundred percent like, and I don't say this in the sense of you think you would be a bad parent, mm. but if you don't think that you could 100% at least try to be the best parent you could be,
0: mm.
1: why would you... Because, you know, it, it's a long commitment. Like yeah. it's, it, it's not just like... This, oh, yeah. It's this, it's not this idea of, like, oh, they reach 18 and then they're out of it. It's like, yeah. no, you know...
0: You're a parent for life. Exactly. And, as you know, the other thing is people say, oh, you know, it changes when you have a baby. Cool, well, I don't want to have a baby, so it's, it's, I'm never going to find out whether it's going to yeah. change or not. Um, the other thing as well is, you know... Uh, I think that when children are born, it has a humongous impact onto the relationship mm-hmm. between you and your partner or the person that you're having the child with, and that is never discussed enough mm-hmm. if it is discussed at all in the run up to thinking about having children. Yeah. Um, you know what this is gonna mean to your relationship. It's gonna comp- it's gonna change everything as you know it. Exactly. And. If you're if you haven't even entertained those conversations, there's a reason that people so that the there's a reason divorce rates are so high, right? Yeah. And and um, you know uh, when that baby is born, a lot a more atten- a lot of it, you know ninety nine percent of your attention is going to go into exactly. this kid and not into your spouse anymore, well, yeah. right? As well, it needs to yeah. in a way, um, but equally that's going to have huge implications for your relationship. And if I've just spent years building a fantastic, phenomenal relationship, yeah, why would I want to undo all that work, potentially undo all that work, I should say, by, you know, also bringing a child in? Yeah. You've got the financial implications, you know, mm-hmm. children are not cheap, yeah. and therefore you are then sacrificing the things that you want from life because, you know, there's kid, yeah. kids in the world and... Um, you know, it makes making decisions about your future a lot more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, people's health often suffers hugely mm-hmm. uh, because they're not prior, they're no longer prioritizing themselves. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, that is, but people are, are, are fine with that. Um, but I know that I wouldn't be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at, and uh, I realise that it's definitely the minority view. Um, but um, yeah, that's me being honest.
1: Yeah, but I think, you know, it, it's better that you recognise that, and especially if you're, um, you can communicate that to a partner sooner rather than later, I mm. think is, is a big thing, because I, I think it's very, very easy for, not to stereotype, for heterosexual women to think, he says he doesn't want kids now, but, you know, we'll <laughs> be in a relationship and then he'll want kids. That changes mind. Like, if someone doesn't want kids you need to accept that they don't want kids. You don't, don't try and change that. that.
0: You can change that. Yeah. And it's
1: a, it's a conversation you need to have at the start of a relationship. Or not? I'm not saying like the first date be like, do you want to have kids or not? Cause I had that on a date once. It's it, it was it is important
0: to have the conversation. And it does because it's going to really determine
1: whether you determine
0: whether that relationship goes any further. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's not something it, it's a conversation that people should be having. um, you know one of the big things um about becoming a parent is that people you know like you said people's priorities change mm-hmm. I a hundred percent understand and know that when Ella and I have a child our pro- like we will both shift to number two in mm-hmm. each other's lives mm-hmm. um and that doesn't mean that we love each other any less. That doesn't mean um, that uh, we don't care. It just means that there is a a literal human <laughs> that you have to look after um, that is completely reliant on you. Yeah. Like, a baby isn't like a pet. A baby is going to, you know, it requires attention. It requires,
0: mm.
1: like... A baby's not just for nine months. <laughs> it's for life.
0: Um, yeah, I think... Um, See, so, and this is the other thing. So, to talk about parenting in terms of the delivery of parenting, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that, you know, a little bit contradictory to, to be talking about it potentially as someone that doesn't want a parent. But you mentioned that you would want uh, to be able to have enough finances mm-hmm. to support that individual. Yeah. Uh, potentially put a deposit down on a house. Yeah. I am a big believer in, in hardship in life. Yeah. And I think that and i I don't think that that would give the child any respect for finances or mm-hmm. money if you if if that if that' yeah. what happened
1: no um and that's a very solid point to have uh i'm i i I say this like I'm you know currently earning millions of pounds <laughs> a year um, and I'm very lucky um my parents I know that my parents are biased, but I'm like I think they did a really good job raising me um because i've have always felt respected by my parents mm. um and I, even when i was at my most moody and my most teenage and stroppy and whole i was a just a, a mess of a teenager um even then i always felt like my parents were on my side mm-hmm. Um, even when we had arguments, even when I got shouted at, even when we've disagreed on things. They were doing
0: it because they had your best interests yes. at heart.
1: Um, my parents, you know, we have different opinions on things because we're humans. Um, but we can discuss them. We can, uh, I have a, I think it also does come from being an only child because you're naturally treated more like an adult mm. by, because you're usually like the only child in a situation. <laughs> um... So there's plenty of times when it was like me, my parents, and my parents' friends, mm-hmm. and uh, I never was like patronized. I've always been obnoxiously self-aware as a child, um, but uh, I mean, you know my dad. Uh, <laughs> they both. My parents are very, very work-based. Um, they're very, very focused, and they, you know, they've been able to retire early. Mm-hmm. As they've seen uh, the benefits of their hard work, and they've always instilled that in me. Hard work pays off. Oh, it, H hashtag H W P O. But I think it's very very easy for people to kind of become spoiled. Yeah. I think I think which I I I do agree um, in with the idea of like. Uh, having to instill a sense of work and instill a work ethic and instill this idea of you are not just getting this Mm -hmm. um this is what we have worked for Mm -hmm. um i don't always think that's the case with people yeah Uh, i think actually a lot of times it's not it's kind of just like oh here you go uh i've got uh, i've got friends who come from very wealthy families who have the worst work ethic Mm. who you know they they don't really need to do anything mm-hmm. because their parents are always like bailing them out or yeah um and that's you know i'm not i i'm not there to judge their family that's their family <laughs> dynamic i say that i've done that i'll judge it i don't <laughs> mind. Um, but i i would i would like to continue uh with the lessons that my parents taught me of yes y- you have this sort of like Uh, this privilege which it is Mm -hmm. of um, like a safety net but don't underestimate the length of work that it took to get to this point like um, we we joke we have a family finances spreadsheet (laughs) it's it's very on brand um, (laughs) but and I'll sometimes joke with my parents I'm like oh you know I'm not going to get to retire uh, for years and years and years um, and they're like, well, Sarah, we, you know... The the reason that we've been able to retire at the age we have is because we've invested mm-hmm. in ourselves and yeah. we live within our means. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we worked very... Like, I saw the amount of work that my parents have put in and mm-hmm. I now see the benefits that they're reaping from that. So it makes me want to be like, yeah, let's go. Let's do some saving. Yeah. Go save. Um, but I do agree with you in the sense... Um, that it's very, very easy for children to become spoiled and very, very easy for parents to take the message of I want to give my child everything to mean I want to give my child everything and then never suffer any problems, which yeah. just isn't realistic.
0: Yeah, I also think a lot of parents are, are like very lazy in terms of uh, proactively um, maybe changing behaviours in their children that need to be addressed mm-hmm. and that is a fundamental issue to me in terms of uh, the formula of that individual because mm-hmm. I see it and I'm like, and it, and it really frustrates me, you know. Um, yeah, and yeah. I also, you know, you're, you're talking about your friends with the parents that were always bad about and stuff. Like, yeah, cool. You know, it'd be nice to, as a parent, to be in a position where if um, if the shit hits the fan <laughs> that you can help your yeah. child, cool. But if they are reliant on that and it's like a, a, a cycle then you have failed as a parent. Yeah, hundred percent, you failed as a parent. Yeah. If, you're you're, if, to you're, be if, if, if you haven't established uh, a system for your kid to be able to become indep- like independent of you, mm-hmm. then you have failed. That is your primary role as a parent is but is to build a human yeah. that can eventually become their own human and they don't need you anymore. They choose you to be in their life. Yeah. And they know that you have their back if you need it. But ultimately, they can survive without you. Yeah. Because like you just said, eventually that's going to happen. Potentially, assuming you die uh, before your kids. So, um, yeah. uh, There's just... (laughs) I despair just, I just in a way. Yeah,
1: It's it, it's a very, very complex, um, it's a very complex issue that people try to make simple.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So just to touch on a different thing, it's, uh, one of the things that's when you're deciding about becoming a parent mm-hmm. is the timing. Mm-hmm. Now, I definitely agree that there's probably no right time in life to have a yeah. child, but there are better times mm-hmm. and there are worse times. And, I think you have got to be able to be... uh, You've got to have a very high level of self-awareness to realise where you are in that cycle. Yeah. Yeah, obviously life fluctuates. And also, you could be in a really great time when you decide to have a child, get pregnant, and then all of a sudden life turns to... Yeah, okay, cool. You know, you have to address that situation as it unfolds. But, um, you know, equally, people see children as a solution to relationship problems. People see children as... um, a bit of a, a escapism from other things that they're going yeah. through in life. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I just think it's this. It's such a complicated um, topic that it is not to be taken lightly, which I think it is, mm-hmm. in the fact that everyone assumes that they're going to be parents eventually. Now, y- y- it's, it's earned. It's not something that you're yeah. just going to have. And there are plenty of really great people out there that can't have kids. mm mm-hmm. Or have to go through other means to have kids. And there are plenty of um people who uh need to work on themselves uh before they yeah. work on bringing another individual into exactly. the world. It's like
1: if you've got like um it's like if you've got a job that you're you hate you're doing you're living for like Saturday and Sunday, you're living for the weekend, you're constantly stressed, you've got mountains of debt. Um Probably not
0: the best time to have a child mm, um, yeah and that's the other th- you know the economic side of yeah. it is really important yeah um, yeah and you just don't want to uh, and you've gotta i think about this in a lot of uh different examples whether it's business personal life whatever you want to set up a system where things could work or autom- uh, so they're not dependent on you being yeah. there. And if you don't,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's when there's probably going to be big issues. Yeah. Um, that dependency is is not something that you want yeah. to instill.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, but yeah, so I guess so. That, that's sort of my perspective mm-hmm. on things. And it's probably like comes across as very pessimistic but hopefully uh, hopefully what it comes across is is self-aware in terms of my own perspectives but yeah. also you know give them it gives people food for thought in terms of their own decision making <laughs> um i think you know when you uh, go through the process of having children you'll be a fantastic mom and uh, you're obviously very uh, uh, optimistic about yeah. the idea of having kids and that's exactly where you need to be yeah, isn't it exactly and yeah. i
1: think One of the other things is you don't need to be a parent to have an impact in a child's life. Um, uh, (laughs) Like, you know, they have the saying, it takes a village. But um, just just because you don't have children um, doesn't mean that you, A, hate children, or B, um, like, you know, I've got friends that don't want kids, but, you know, they've got, like, nieces and nephews and you know, so on and so forth. And they're like, oh, well, that's great because um, I can, you know, help with the development of this child, but ultimately they're not my child and that's fine. Um, So there's multiple different routes to go down. I think the one thing that we can both really agree on is that it is not a path that everyone has to go down. It is not... um, You should never feel pressured to be a parent Mm. and you should never... Being a parent is something that you really need to think about, and you really need to assess of whether it is right for you, and whether it is right for you and your partner, and whether it is a lifelong thing that you want.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think part of the reason I came to the conclusion that I didn't want kids is I was looking ahead, thinking about my life goals, mm-hmm. and I realised none of those scenarios involved children being in them, yeah. and that was how I found it. Not because I wasn't looking, not because I was thinking, oh, when are we going to have kids in this? I was looking at, it and I was like, oh, there's like kids aren't present in this plan. Yeah.
1: And that's fine. Yeah. Better. (laughs) so interesting topic of
0: conversation. Very Um, interesting topic of conversation. I'd love to hear more people's perspectives on it. So, um, if you feel strongly about, uh, this then um send us an email or mm-hmm. get in touch with us through our socials' cause, um it'd be really interesting to sort of expand this debate outside of uh you know my lounge <laughs> and, um and and hear some more views on it because i I'm, i know that people have very different views and very strong views as well mm-hmm. uh and that's fine. I am open to hearing hearing everyone's views on on this matter even if yeah. they are contradictory to to mine um if you if you've heard something today that's resonated with you though as well then then we'd love to hear from you so
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well Alex where can people find you
0: online? At A Parkinson underscore UK on Instagram and at Alex R Parkinson on Twitter. And you can find me
1: at sarah.deacon
0: on Instagram
1: and s underscore deacon93 on Twitter. <laughs> <Don't> s- be- <laughs> I hate that Twitter handle. Oh. Change it?
0: Oh, yeah, well, I, well I'll get around to it at some point. Okay. Uh, don't forget about our Integrity Over Everything uh, program. offer: team five pounds off for your first month. Uh, get in touch if you want that. And uh, you can find uh, the lifestyle side of things at Rise Fitness UK and uh, Integrity Over Everything. Um... And if you fancy wandering over to the YouTubes, check out the Road to Rise vlog series.
1: All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye.